Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another amazing episode of the Stephen Jarvis and Friends podcast. Today, I'm here alone, but you know what? We had a great weekend. Granted, Saturday, our, one of our guests didn't show up, but Sunday, we had an amazing guest by the name of Matt Thrash, who is one half of SoCal Wrestling and also part of Retro Rental Review, I do believe. I might be wrong. But go check them out. They're on YouTube, by the way. And the link for their channel will be down in the description once I get this on YouTube. And I just want to thank you all for joining. We are at 75 subscribers. We need 25 more, and we're at 100. And once we reach 100, I may or may not do a drawing from the subscribers to where one of you subscribers could come on the show and we talk we sit down we talk and we'll talk about you know other stuff all right so today we're talking about the 1986 film highlander highlander is a 1986 fantasy action film adventure film directed by russell mulkey from a screenplay by Gregory Wyden, Peter Bellin, Bellwood, and Larry Ferguson. It stars Christopher Lambert, Roxanne Hart, Clancy Brown, and Sean Connery. The film chronicles the climax of an age-old war between immortal warriors, depicted through interwoven past and present-day storylines. It is the it is the first film in the Highlander franchise. Connor McLeod, Christopher Lambert, is born in the Scottish Highlands in the 16th century. After being mortally wounded by the Kurgan in battle, he makes a seemingly miraculous recovery and is banished from his village under suspicion of witchcraft. Five years later, MacLeod is found by swordsman Ramirez, played by Sean Connery, who trains him in swordplay and explains that they and others were born immortal, invincible, and thus beheaded. Immortals wage a secret war, fighting each other until the last few remain remaining will meet at the gathering to fight for the prize in a far away place. In 1985, the gathering is finally happening in New York City, and McLeod must make sure the prize is not won by his oldest enemy, the murderous Kurgan, played by Clancy Brown. Highlander enjoyed little success on its initial theatrical release, grossing more than $12 million worldwide against a production budget of $19 million while receiving mixed reviews. Nevertheless, it became a cult film and inspired several film sequels and television, television spinoffs. It is also known for its songs recorded by the rock band Queen, with Princes of the Universe also used for the title sequence in the television series. The tagline, There Can Only Be One, has carried on into pop culture. And so pretty much what that means is that this movie... It, although didn't do very well, it earns cult status later in its runs. Um, it's a very good movie if you like some of the sci-fi stuff in it. Uh, much better than some of the other movies in the franchise. Um, a lot better than Highlander 2 by by any means. But Highlander 1, what really makes it good is the casting the plot, the storyline, and the quickening. The quickening is something that immortals gain once they behead another immortal. 
it's a it makes them more powerful and they lose all that power if they're beheaded which Connor McLeod is the very first hero immortal other than Ramirez and uh Castigier who we learn about later in the film but Kurgan is the ultimate bad guy he's not the nicest guy and it's funny I say that because Kurgan played by Clancy Brown who Clancy Brown plays very good bad guys I mean it's very rare that he is not a bad guy in films and if he isn't even he's even better at being good characters too it's weird he can do both um and what happens in this film is in the beginning you get a monologue by Sean Connery which I do believe was done in his bathroom to achieve the sound that it did where he talks about you didn't know we walked among you until now and then the song here the princes of the universe by queen hits and we're introduced to Connor McLeod who's sitting in Madison Square Garden watching a wrestling match which we later find out there's another immortal there uh, I guess he's a bad guy and Fazil is his name later meets Connor McLeod in the parking lot and they duel well after lengthy 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 fight they Connor beheads him well then once the quickening happens and destroys most of the cars in the Madison Square Garden parking garage he flees and he gets caught he's arrested and then we're brought back to the past where he's with his clan the McLeods and we find out that you know the Kurgan is also immortal and he wants to kill Connor McLeod in the battlefield in the past well that doesn't work out he stabs Connor and mortally wounds him but he doesn't get the job done and Connor although seems to be dying he hides a terrible secret and that's that he's immortal and so when his clan other clansmen of the McLeods finds out about that they turn on him they banish him and he meets another woman by the name of Heather and he kind of rebuilds his life. Well, in steps Ramirez, who's, you know, trying to teach Connor his true nature, which is we're immortals. We fight for the prize, which for good people, it's good things. But for the bad side of the immortals, if they win, it's darkness for all mankind. And so you get a lengthy training sequence of Ramirez teaching Connor and also telling Connor about how he felt the day of getting stabbed by the Kurgan. And later on, he leaves. So then Ramirez, who's talking with Heather over dinner or drinking that night, they get attacked by the Kurgan. 
with Ramirez kind of slicing the Kurgan's throat a little bit, but not able to fully behead him. And the Kurgan later gets the um, advantage over Ramirez and later cuts off Ramirez's head. Well, then he rapes Connor's, I guess it's his wife named Heather. And Ramirez lies about it, saying that, hey, you know, she's my woman. Don't worry about her, you know, blah, blah, blah. Well, Kurgan ends up raping her, and it, it, it's really a sucky affair. Also, we're introduced to... Hold on. Sorry about that. We're introduced to Russell Nash, a.k.a. Connor McLeod. And he uses this alias as his way to walk among people so that they don't know that he's immortal. But now that he's in jail and being interrogated, it kind of comes out as, have you been doing these other beheadings? You know, and he says, no, I haven't. Well, then Brenda Wyatt, who Connor later falls in love with, she starts investigating the sword that Connor McLeod had and finds out that it shouldn't even exist and that it was dated way back in BC. So we later find Brenda in a bar and Connor's in that bar too. So then we hear another great queen song by the name of one year of love. And with that, you kind of realize that, you know, Connor wants to protect Brenda and that he's fallen for Brenda. But yet he's also no follows the wise words of what Ramirez told him that, you know, you don't want to feel that pain because we don't die, but the ones we love do. And so Brenda follows uh, Connor into like a dark alley. He grabs her and kind of says, hey, be quiet. Well, then Kurgan shows up. They have a fight in the present and um, it's later broken up by a police helicopter where Kurgan runs off, Connor runs off and Brenda follows him and says, hey, you know, what do you, what do you mean there can only be one? And he says, you only have... Uh, Connor says you only have one life value it, you know, saying pretty much don't take life for granted. And we later find that Kurgan is the one behind the head hunting murders and all that. So he later kills Castigier and that sets up, the final battle between him and Connor. Well, Connor and Brenda have now fallen in love. Connor has told Brenda his secret secret about being an immortal and his true name, his true identity. And then after he tells, depending on which version you watch, like if you watch a director's version of Highlander, you see them later walking in a zoo and he's saying, you know, Brenda, we can't do this. Pretty much kind kind of shooing her away because he doesn't want her to get hurt and he doesn't want to get hurt. 
Well, in the background, we see Kurgan, the shadow of Kurgan. So Kurgan follows Brenda back to her apartment where he breaks in there, kidnaps her, and then uses her as bait to get Connor to fight him. And it's really weird because they meet up in a church where Connor lights a bird candle for Heather's birthday is a old wife who dies when he sees her the set next time. And, um, once that happens, Kurgan comes in and he's hitting all the candles that people have lit for, to honor their loved ones that have passed on. And he tells, um, Connor that I raped Ramirez's woman while Connor gives him the look of so you're the one that hurt Heather and Kurgan puts it together as oh it wasn't it wasn't Ramirez's woman it was Connor's woman and that she never told him what truly happened so flash flash forward Connor ends up telling Rachel who he had saved from the Nazis um, that, hey, you know, I'm even if I do make it out of this alive, I'm not coming back. So there's all these things that will keep the antique store alive and you won't have to worry about anything. And Connor goes after, meets, tries and saves um, Brenda, but Kurgan kind of laid a trap for him so they end up fighting um they go into a warehouse where uh they have their final duel and connor later cuts off kurgan's head and wins the ultimate prize as well as wins the gathering and he tells brenda that you know now that i've won the prize i know everything i can hear and feel what everyone's thinking about and she says well what am I thinking about and he tells Brenda you're wondering if you can love me and you can and that he can now grow old and have children and that Ramirez never taught him that so that's pretty much the whole story and plot of of Highlander granted I love this soundtrack by queen they later they did an earlier film called flash gordon with uh sam jones in it and they did the flash gordon theme song for that movie and a lot of the other songs in that so having queen do this movie was a no-brainer also this would not be the last movie in the highlander franchise we would later have highlander 2 which was a bomb. The story didn't make any sense. And then they released the Renegade version. And then there was Highlander 3, Final Destination, Endgame, and The Source. And then I think there was The Raven or something, I think it was called. So it, and then of course you have a TV show which didn't really feature Connor. It was to get Christopher Lambert because he had tired of the role and wanted to do other things. 
to kind of write him off and introduce Connor McLeod or Duncan McLeod, his cousin. And him and Connor's relationship is later brought to the forefront in Highlander Endgame, which we'll talk about one day on the stream on the podcast. And you know what? I'm going to play the trailer for Highlander. I got to go to TikTok first. But hopefully you all are having a lovely day. Hopefully nothing too bad's going on in your life. Sorry guys, I'm 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 looking for the for the um the movie trailer. And I don't want to use that one. If I use that one, that might get me in trouble. Okay. So now I go to present, share screen. Share. From another time comes a man of great power. Talk funny, Nash. Where are you from? Lots of different places. A warrior of incredible strength. You've the devil in you. We've been kinsmen 20 years. Connor McLeod was my kinsman. I don't know who you are. Because you were born different, men will fear you, try to drive you away. man uncertain of his future what you've got here brenda is a guy who's been creeping around since at least 1700 it's not possible and haunted by his past wait a minute marsh i want some answers you cannot die mcleod i'm connor mcleod the clown mcleod I was born in 1518 in the village of Glenfinnan on the shores of Loch Shield. I am immortal. <laughs> A hero who is about to face his greatest challenge. You will always be weaker than I. What can you tell me about a seven-foot lunatic hacking away with a broadsword at one o'clock in the morning in New York City, 1985? Not much. For he is not alone. <laughs> There can be only one.
there can be only one. And here we are, we're the princes of the universe. Here we belong, fighting for survival. We've come to be the rulers of the world. And that is the trailer for the first ever Highlander movie. Um, if you like this or any other content, please hit the like, subscribe, also comment, hit the notification button, as it really does help me out. It also helps channel grow, and it helps us get more people involved in this thing, so that, you know what, we can all have a great time and learn many things. And remember, have a great day, have a great weekend, be good, and also... There can only be one. Welcome in to Metalhead Journeys. What is Metalhead Journeys? It's exactly how it sounds. It's a journey through the world of metal by a couple of metalheads. Are you thinking of getting into metal? Where do you begin? There are so many different subgenres. What bands are good? What albums are good? We'll provide answers to all of those questions. We'll handle all the research and do all the dirty work by listening to the good, the bad, and the ugly, so you don't have to. Classic albums, new albums, bands no one's ever heard of. Get ready as we'll applaud and criticize with the same passion. This is Metalhead Journeys.